So hello everybody, welcome to the podcast, The Clueless Doctor, and as always, this is Rost Sankalpa Chakma. So I think it's been it's been around a week that I last recorded my that I last posted an episode on this podcast. <coughs> so here I am, back again with a fresh episode. And in today's episode, I will be talking about some um, malaria. Um, my, <coughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a bit of a cold right now, so you can probably hear that my voice is kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of nasal, and I don't know, kind of resonant, I guess. So never mind. I, I, I still, I still want to, I still want to podcast. So here I am. So malaria. <coughs> so I, th- I think, I think this is a disease. Uh, depending on on where you live, you must have heard of this. I mean, malaria is typically uh, a disease. It, it, it's it's not a Western disease, you know. I mean, uh, people in people in the Western countries say if you, if you are from the United States or or the UK or or, or Canada or or the other or Japan or or, or other countries, you you probably malaria. It's not such a big issue in your countries, but the country that I'm from, India, it's um, it's it's pretty prevalent in India, and, and especially in the part of India that, that I live in, it is northeast of India, and malaria is a pretty is is a pretty existing issue here. But but you know even then you know I mean um you know you know what happens is that sometimes when people from the west you know they they come to this malaria endemic countries to India or to Africa or, or to even China and and Southeast Asia, you know, they, they, they kind of go back and, and, and they take this malaria. So, so, and, and, and especially nowadays, because, you know, with, with, with all, with, with so many improved travel, travel facilities, you know, pe- people they travel a lot. And so it's, it's, it's actually not that uncommon, even in the West, malaria. And in fact, in fact, in the UK, uh, eight, eight of 200 people who, who present with fever, who, who come from the other, who have traveled from, from these countries, they actually present with fever, and that is malaria. So it is, so it, it's, so it, it is a very relevant topic, and I, I want to talk about it, malaria. So uh, I think, I think as we, as we. As we all know, as as we all might might have an idea, malaria is caused by mosquitoes. I mean, it is spread by mosquitoes. Mosquitoes they, they don't they don't they themselves do not cause malaria. In fact, it is the parasite, the malarial parasite, that that causes malaria. And there are five uh, that there are five different kinds of malarial malarial parasites which cause disease in humans. There are all there are altogether two hundred species. Malarial parasite species, but only five of the five of them they cause disease in human beings. So those are the Plasmodium falciparum, Plasmodium ovale, Plasmodium nolesi, Plasmodium. Um, what was the what, what? What were the other two? I forgot. So there are five variants, all right. And 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 out of these, Plasmodium falciparum and Plasmodium ovale, th- these are the most common. Uh, plasmodium ovale, plasmodium vivax. The, these three are the, are the most common types that that affect human beings. 
so the i mean and and, and also i mean the it is it is only the female the female mosquito that that actually causes malaria the female anopheles mosquito that is because the male mosquitoes they, they don't need to take blood from they, they don't need to suck blood from humans for food but the females they, they seem to be much more they, they seem to be much more you know much more much more demanding so they have to take blood from human beings to survive and 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 the mosquito parasite the malarial parasite sorry sorry that thrives in inside the mosquito yeah so the infected mosquito um gives uh, spread spreads on spreads on the infection to the human beings all right and as and, and as i've said there are five different malarial plasmodium plasmodium species all right so yeah so um <clears throat> this like i said this this is a prevalent disease in 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 many parts of the world so yeah and um and so what what are the symptoms of malaria now malaria you know now before when when i was in med school you know we, we used to kind of read in the textbooks that you know malaria causes this very characteristic you know um alternate day fever fever after one day or two two days but that is actually that textbook characteristic is not practically seen you know so the the symptoms of malaria are pretty are pretty same as as any other symptoms of a viral fever or the usual kind of fever that is fever body ache muscle ache and then um <clears throat> you know uh, feeling feeling a bit confused so those are the usual symptoms of malaria so that's why you know um sometimes what happens so, so that's why whenever you have fever you should um the the, the 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 doctors they might they might you know test for the malarial tests you know so those are the usual symptoms you know however if the disease complicates say if it becomes worse then of course the, the other symptoms can take place like low blood pressure like loss of consciousness like more confusion and um, reduced urine output and then jaundice so a lot of different things could happen with malaria if if it is not treated early on okay yeah <clears throat> so that so those are the symptoms and there there are no such specific signs that we can actually that that we that, that we can you know that that we can say this sign this this sign is specific this this sign is specific for malaria that there are no such specific malarial signs so <clears throat> we have to do some tests okay and the tests are you know I mean the the the, the gold the gold standard test for malaria is the thick and thin blood film smear. So on so on that smear we which you know you you we know you can <coughs> we you, you know, we we can check for the malarial parasite under the microscope. And and just and just having and, and we have to do this three times, you know. Just just because the first time you do it this thick and thin blood film smear if it, if it comes to be negative it doesn't mean that you don't have any malaria so you have to do it again after 24 hours and 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 then again after 48 hours and only if there are three negative you know negative uh, results on this on this thick and thin blood film smear then you can probably rule out malaria now it's now sometimes you know sometimes in emergency conditions maybe in midnight when 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 the microbiologist is not available then <clears throat> yeah then you then you might you might you might you might have to do the rapid 
de detection test. Now, this rapid detection test is not is not that reliable because sometimes it might miss. So this is this is to be used in in conjunction with the thick and thin blood film smear, not not alone. Okay. So so that's something that we can also do the the rapid detection test and of course we have to we have to look for the we, we have to do the other normal tests as well like full blood count then um lft liver function test urea and electrolytes and um and and all the normal tests all right so we so we can do all those tests so um um <coughs> so so then suppose we we come to we come to find that it is malaria, then then what next? So the treatment for malaria, now this depends on the malarial parasite. If it is Plasmodium falciparum, which, which is much more dangerous than the other types, then the treatment is pretty, then, then the treatment is pretty hardcore. Now if it is not Plasmodium falciparum, then the treatment is a bit different. So we'll start off with Plasmodium falciparum. Now before we, before we begin to treat Plasmodium falciparum malaria, we, we can divide uh, we we can divide it into we can divide the infections into, into two types severe and non-severe. So uh, if you know if if the if the person does doesn't have any major you know symptoms just the usual fever and and nothing else so that is the non-severe malaria. <coughs> now 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 if 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 other symptoms happen like low blood pressure like you know breathing difficulty like low urine output like like loss of consciousness seizures and then you know blood in the urine you know any any major symptoms then that is then that comes under you know you know this um under severe malaria and the treatment for for them is different you know for for the non severe type we can just kind of give oral medications you know just um, we we can give um, we we can give um, we usually give artemisinin plus lumafentrin, okay. But if it is for but if it is for severe malaria, then we have to then we have to start off with IV, you know, intravenous intravenous medicines, intravenous injections, and we can give quinine or we can give um, we can give artemisinin. So there are different drugs that we can give, okay, but. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the dose. The dosing is a bit complicated, but but the thing is that you know, uh, no matter if it is severe or non-severe falciparum malaria, the, the patients they have to be treated in a hospital because it, you know falciparum malaria. This is the this this is the more serious parasite. So this can always lead to you know wor worsened disease. So to so keeping keeping that in mind, we. We, we we must always treat the patient in a in a high dep dependency situation in a hospital. All right. So we're, so <clears throat> in terms of uh, for severe malaria, we can you know we can we can we can give intravenous injections like quinine and artemisinin as well. We can, we, we don't actually give chloroquine, I think, because I think that doesn't work so much. Yeah. So we can give those medications, and the thing is that treat treatment it it has to be very very you know it it has to be very prompt you know because if you just kind of delay treatment, you know the patient might uh, it, it it might get worse because the thing the thing about malaria is that you know if you treat malaria in its early stages the disease it, it has a very good prognosis almost nobody dies, but if you but if you you know if if you don't 
if you do if you don't get the diagnosis right in the early stage then it could go it it could it could lead to you know it it, it could lead to a bad situation so that's why um treating and diagnosing malaria early is very important absolutely so what so what about non feltiparum malaria how is the treatment different now the treatment is almost similar except a few differences all right and but um but the one thing that we the one extra medication that we give for plasmodium for non for say for non plasmodium for for non feltiparum malaria say for plasmodium ovale and plasmodium vivax you know, you know, you know, some of these parasites. What happens is that they they can hide in the liver for years. You know, not not just from days or months, but for years. And so after years again, they they release their sporozoids in the blood, and 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 that can cause you know that can cause recurrent disease. So this is one characteristic of you know plasmodium vivax malaria. Because what happens is that just treating it just treating it for now is not enough. Because the medication, the usual medications, they don't, they don't go to the liver. So the plasmodium, so the, so the, you know, so the parasite, it it it, it hides in the liver, and then then, <clears throat> depending on situations, maybe after years, it can it it can come again in the blood, and that can cause fever again. So we have to treat those those dormant, you know, parasites in the in the liver, and for that we we we, we can give primaquine, okay. Primaquine again. I think the dose you, you you take it with your mouth, and the dose is either 15 or 30 milligram per day for around four to seven days. So yeah, that's the dose. <coughs> uh, however, primaquine, you know, this is um um this can cause hemolysis in in G6PD deficient patients. You know, so we we have to run a screen of G6PD deficiency before giving permaquine. So that's about the treatment in general. Now you know <clears throat> malaria. This is this is pretty much a public health health problem. You know, especially in countries like India, India, Brazil, and probably even China, Africa. So and 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 the thing is that you know this happens that there are certain conditions which kind of you know which which keep malaria alive in the in in the you know in the in 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 the, in the nature and that is you know the presence of mosquitoes the presence the presence the presence of the parasites and of course we don't have a vaccine yet for malaria so that's another problem maybe when the vaccine comes out then you know things things will things will become better but we don't have a vaccine yet so you know you know there are some public health measures which gov governments can take you know of course it depends on the on the infrastructure of the country and on, on on how much resources the country has on on how much money it is it is willing to spend but there are some measures like you know we we can we can you know like 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 we can supply um <coughs> uh mosquito resistant bat bat nets in in areas where malaria is very prevalent that's that's one thing that we can do or we can also kill the mosquitoes you know, because what happens? This because this Anopheles mosquito, which spreads malaria, this lives or this thrives in, in you know, in in water, in in very, in very um, in in, in very, in, in very what can I say? Water that you know that gets stored in in small in small drums and all that. You know, so so 
So, so if we can actually keep our houses clean, if, if we can keep our houses dry of such breeding grounds for mosquitoes, that's, that's another good public measure. And again, there are some, you know, there are some fish which eat the mosquitoes. So that's, that's also another thing that we can do. And, um, and, and also we can release sterile male mosquitoes in the nature. And this sort of, and this sort of, you know, counterbalances the the mosquito problem so we can do those things you know how uh, yeah i think i think governments in the world they are they are they are trying to you know tackle it but so far malaria still remains a problem in many in in many countries countries <clears throat> and um uh yeah so i think you know that that kind of sums it up about malaria and um, I, I, I tried to cover it as much as I could. And, and um, yeah, I think that's about it. So thanks for listening to this episode and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.